the longest nightmare of my life began with a dream. Within this dream, I saw a towering owl. This owl totem appeared to be more than 20 feet tall in my dream when I saw it. Its eyes were lit aflame like hot coals, and the ground began to shake. A voice from behind me said something I didn't understand, and when I turned, there were 20 hooded figures in a semicircle flanking the speaker. I could not see the speaker's face beyond the shadows of the red hood. Different from the semicircle's uniform blackness, the red hood figure pointed back towards the owl with a shriveled hand, and when I looked back, the owl was gone. A pit opened in my stomach, and my heart fell through it as I awoke in my bedroom. After a brief moment, I was aware that what I had just experienced was not real. But I could still hear an owl's hoot in the silence of my room. My eyes naturally searched for the sound, my mental state slipping into a panic. Trying to stay calm, I threw aside the blankets with trembling hands and stumbled across my room to the light switch. Flipping on the light switch, there were no owls in my room and the windows were closed. My mind must have constructed the owl's hoot like the rest of the scene that I had just experienced. Squinting my eyes against the light, I could still see the totem in my mind's eye, like it was still towering over me. The dream left me with a sense of dread, but I couldn't figure out why. It was probably because of the vaguely occult imagery my mind had constructed. Moving on from the nightmare, I checked the time to realize my alarm will only go off in 20 minutes. I chuckled to myself. Hey, my nightmare gave me an early start to the day. I said to myself. Work did nothing to take my mind off my dream. However, all through my morning routine, its images were superimposed over every thought. Preparing my lessons plans for the upcoming lectures of the day, focus did not come naturally. I taught my students the same way I always had, but the class could sense my lack of confidence. They talked amongst one another and shared notes as I fumbled my way through the material. When the bell rang to dismiss the students, I felt relief wash over me, and I'm sure they felt the same. They packed their things and left, earbuds in their ears before they'd even left their desk. As I erased the whiteboard, a student approached me and asked me if I was okay. I replied with a generic, yeah, I'm fine. Why do you ask? As I turned to make eye contact, I saw Tony standing before me. Tony is what most people would refer to as an edgelord. The only colors I seen him wear were black, gray, and some shades in between. The kid even wore black eyeliner, and he made it look good too. I asked because your lesson sucked, he replied, stating like it was. Well, I've got a lot on my mind, I replied. Just one of those days. Next class will be better. I assured him as I organized the papers on my desk that had no place being there in the first place. Alright, see you tomorrow, Tony replied. 
The next day, my lesson wasn't any different. I had slept better the night before, and the owl was no longer bothering me. But I was thoroughly disappointed with the lecture. As the students left, they seemed to be in a hurry to leave, all except Tony, who awkwardly awaited for all the other students to leave before approaching me. Mr. Cliff, have you been experiencing nightmares? He asked me. I kept raising the board, even when I gave him a confused look. Why do you ask? Is the dream with an owl statue? Now, I stopped erasing. I thought for a moment and turned to face him. How did he know about that dream? I've been having them myself, and you were in them with me. Do you use the internet? I'm in my 30s. Of course I use the internet, I replied trying not to feel insulted. Right, right. Look up something called the Bohemian Grove online. That owl thing is there. I took in the words for a moment. How had he known about the dream? Is it true that he saw me in one of his dreams? Thank you, Tony. But you don't want to be late for your next class, I told him. I'm just leaving. Remember, Bohemian Grove. That night, I looked up Bohemian Grove, and there was a giant owl on the front page of Google. I immediately got the sensation that I was being watched by an unseen entity. Knowing I was alone, I still checked that area around myself. I lived alone, and the stupid owl couldn't change that. I resumed my research, never quite shaking that feeling. Apparently, the Bohemian Grove was an area in the woods of California where high-ranking politicians would go to meet. I found it difficult to tell fact from fiction amongst all the conspiracy theories, though. Some people believed it was a cult. Others said it was the headquarters of the Illuminati. And one theory even said aliens visited them at the site during ceremonies. All of this sounded insane, which was made even more crazy by the fact that I saw the statue in my dreams. Sure, it was just an owl, but I was there, at the ceremony grounds in my dream. I had never heard of this place before either. The next day, I taught my lesson in the haste. The students' expectations for me were low anyhow. They probably didn't even want to be there. After class, Tony approached me, and I was happy he did because all I wanted was to talk with him about what I'd read. Tony, how do you know about the Grove? He shrugged. I don't know, I guess I'm just into that stuff. Have you ever been there? He hesitated for a moment before saying, no, but I'd like to. So I get that you're probably into like cults or whatever, but how did you know about my dream? Lucky guess, he replied. I saw you in the dreams and thought maybe you were sharing a dream. It happens sometimes between people. Ah, okay. I had nothing to say to that. Well, well, thank you. It was an interesting read. Anytime, he said as he left my classroom.
Curiosity killed my ambitions for the rest of that week. When the weekend came, I did more research on the Bohemian Grove. By the end of Saturday, I read all there is to read on the subject. At least as far as I could tell. The topic consumed my life to the point where I forgot to get groceries. A part of my Saturday routine I enjoyed. Lying in bed that night, I dreaded waking up tomorrow. I knew that all I wanted to do was to research. It didn't make sense how this owl, this ceremonial ground, had gripped me in the way that it had. This anxiety likely only made my nightmare that night even more intense. There I was again, standing before the giant owl totem. Its eyes were not lit up this time, a fact that I found comfort in. Once again I heard a voice behind me, except this time it was a chorus. <laughs> I turned and saw the red-hooded figures back towards me as they conducted the black-hooded figures like a choir. Their eyes flicked from the leaders back to the statue and went nowhere else otherwise. They spoke a language I didn't understand and their syllables were spoken in unison and their syllables were spoken into unison. I was remarkably lucid in this dream, so I looked around, trying to find Tony. I didn't see him. Turning back towards the statue, I saw that the owl's eyes were still dark. Without a warning, I was pushed to the ground by somebody behind me. Due to dream physics, I was unable to struggle in any meaningful way. That my limbs flailed about and my gaze was frozen to the owl's statue. Pain began racing up and down my back, growing into what felt like a hole. I realized my attacker was cutting into me with something. Pain continued but I could not scream. I could not affect what was happening to me. The figures chanting only grew louder as the pain worsened. I saw the eyes of the owl begin to emit light. The pain worsened, and my struggle seemed all the more worse. The owl's hoot was in between my ears, inside my brain. In a dream, pain normally leads me to waking up, but not in this one. The pain continued to engulf my backside and made its way inside of me. On the ground I felt lighter, almost as if I was losing my own organs. My dreams felt like an eternity. finally concluded when squeezing my eyes shut in an attempt to wake up. I opened them up to see that the owl had been gone. The worshippers behind me screamed in triumph. Waking up I found that I had been crying and my clothes were soaked in sweat. I wasn't in bed anymore. I was on the floor on the other side of the room, probably from sleepwalking. I could still hear the owl's hoot. And although the pain was gone, I saw the owl in my mind's eye, watching unmovingly. Holding my head in my hands, I tried to clear my mind, but the image and the sounds refused to leave. Eventually, I realized that what I was hearing wasn't a hallucination. I could pinpoint the sound. It was coming from my front door. The image of the owl's flaming eyes was fresh in my brain. 
and something told me that the owl was right there, right outside my door. I looked out of my house's front window, and my heart and brain screamed in unison. Are you scared of the Illuminati? I don't know. There it is. The owl's in my front yard, facing my house. I don't know what to do, except write my experience down. I don't know what's going to happen to me, if anything at all. Something tells me that I'm not going to make it alive tomorrow. Although, I don't understand exactly why. I will add my experiences to this account later, if I'm able to. However, I feel that I won't make it that far. The pain in my backside may be gone, but the owl statue is not. If these are my last words, let them be this. Do not research the Bohemian Grove. Stay as far as removed from that place as you physically and mentally can. And wish me luck.